You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we're going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. Hey friend, I am just popping in to let you know that Stories From Here is officially open. So if you have been waiting and you are excited to tell your story with us, today is the day. The course is open for the next two weeks for registration because it's going to run live for the next six weeks throughout May. So every single day in May, we are going to take a photo and tell a story. And then at the end, we're going to use hashtag magic and put it all together into a portrait of your life that will sit on your coffee table and you can look at it anytime you want and you will have this moment in time documented. You are going to hear so much more about the class and some of the incredible things um, that have happened to one of my awesome, awesome students, Ashley, in this interview today. But I'm just letting you know that the course is open for enrollment for the next two weeks only. So don't wait. If you want to join us, you can use code HOWSHECREATES for 10% off and you can get the link in the show notes or you can visit lauren-likes.com stories. Now let's get into the interview. Hello and welcome to this really special interview. I am so excited to have my friend Ashley here to talk about the class stories from here and her experience with it. She has created a beautiful book and she's going to show it to us. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so excited to talk to you, Ashley. Thank you so much. Me too. It's so fun to talk to you more in person. I'm so happy to be here. I know. I loved, you know, our live calls and getting to see you yeah. and chat it's just my favorite part of the class is getting to meet people and make new friends. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like the end all cap all, that's it. Yeah, oh, it's perfect. Okay, so give us a little introduction to who you are, where you're from, what you do, what your side business is, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Okay, perfect. So my name is Ashley Hess. I'm originally from Portland, Oregon, but I currently live in Houston, Texas. I have a long story of moving all over the place, which is kind of why I think originally I found your page, just being an expat, you know. Um, having that in common. And I am currently a high school Spanish teacher. So all about the travel and getting to know other people and communicating well and all of those things. Lifelong goal of being just like a learner and creator. Um, I have a little side hustle with my sister. Um, she, I always say that she has uh, the Midas touch because everything that she does just turns to gold. Um, and so we sort of started this little side business. It's called Perennial Pencils and we mostly do fiber art. Um, and some illustrations. So that's just sort of like something I do mostly to keep in touch with her because she lives in Portland. And yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I love traveling. And so this project was actually something that was really meaningful because we haven't gotten to travel so much. So yeah. Yeah, it was your your round of stories from here was the travel edition. And yes. I think it really came at the perfect time when we were really stuck at home. We needed it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good like little outlet to be able to revisit old travel stories and experiences. Um, so if, if people don't know what we're talking about, Stories From Here is a course where I teach you to tell your stories through photos and writing. Um, and I've done a couple different versions of it. I have like what I call the classic version, which is the the 
round that is launching right now. Um, and it is about telling the story of your life in your home about where you are. Um, Ashley did the travel version with me about, you know, traveling and vacations. And then I also have a gratitude version. Um, so they all have the same premise and the same teaching of taking great photos and writing really, um, compelling and meaningful stories. And then we document it at the end in a book, which Ashley's going to show us later. She's going to show us her awesome book. Um, and so, yeah, so just in case you weren't sure what Ashley was talking about with travel, um, that's not the version that's happening right now. Um, right now, it's the story of your home and your life, but you could totally make it work for travel if that's what you were interested yeah. in. Um, but okay, anyway, so tell us why you decided to take stories from here. Did you have a goal? What were you hoping to achieve with it? I think I've always been someone who's scrapbooked before, you know, in the early 2000s, we were all about like the paper scrapbooking. And I love that, but I never finished them. Um, and especially like this project that I did was sort of a series of like five years of my life, like not consistent five years, but over time. So I just, and I was so busy during those trips, I never really journaled about it. And I'm, I'm not a photographer, so I didn't really have really good pictures. So I didn't really know like what to do with all of this. And I had been seeing you post about it. And of course, like I was really busy and I was like, there's no way I could do something like that. And so I just ignored it. And I can't remember if I like messaged you about it or if you the next day were like, hey, I'm going to open it up for one more day. But in either case, I was like, Lauren, I need you. Like I, this is what I need right now. Cause we were all just at home. I had just started teaching in the fall, like it was a new year, but we were teaching online. And I was just like, I need an outlet that's like, therapeutic. And I loved the idea of like, getting to see people on a screen who were like having the same feelings. Um, and so yeah, it was more like, I need something that's like therapeutic, what can I do? Oh, that's oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I, that's why I started making them live because they used to just be self-paced and you could just like buy the course and just do it whenever you wanted. And I noticed two things. One, people weren't finishing the course because it was just mm -hmm. so much and, you know, people just get distracted. And two, it was right when the pandemic started and we were all so lonely and I was like doing it live having coming together on these live calls is going to make all the difference for me and for everyone else. And it really, really did. And I like will never change. I'll never go back to just like selling the course yes. outright because I've loved all the people that I've met through it. And it's helped me get so much done and tell so many more stories. Um, and I know it has helped a lot of people in the same way. Um, so tell us about the story you told. Why was this important to you? Yeah, so I work with an organization called Little Hands Big Hearts in Honduras, in the north coast of Honduras, in a town called Trujillo. And um, I've known about the organization since I was in high school, um, but I was invited to go for the first time. I can't even remember what year. I think it was, at this point, I think it was like 2014. Um, and I was invited as a translator. And it was my first time having like a big translating gig. And it was really scary, but um, it was amazing. And I got to meet a ton of people and I don't have my own kids. And so being in a space where I could just be around so many little kiddos and their families was incredible. So that organization, we work with families um, with kids who have different uh, needs and abilities. And so uh, we have a school and we have a therapy center and an outdoor therapy center um, with a playground where kids of all abilities can go and play. And so then I just kept going back every single year. 
And uh, there was a summer I spent the whole entire summer there. And so it just became a place I was really um, passionate about. And then I got on the board and I just kept going and going and going. And so now um, it's a place I really consider to be home. Um, and I keep in touch with my friends there every day and I'm hoping to go back soon, but like, who knows, right? Um, so I think, like I was saying earlier, I never had a chance to really journal when I was there because I was so busy, but I had a lot of stories to tell. And so I think it was that piece of like, how do I take the stuff that's in here and these photos that like are kind of mediocre at best, because that's not really my medium and like try to do justice to what everyone there means to me. Yeah, I think that's so important is that we don't realize sometimes how many stories we do have to tell and how important they really are. And I mean, you said you've been going for, I mean, five, 10 years, you've been kind of a part of this organization, you're going to start forgetting things. Exactly. And I feel like I felt like I was. Yeah, yeah. So it's so important to get those things documented, whether it's a big trip like that, or just daily life. Um, were you afraid of sharing your stories and photos? Cause we do share it pretty publicly on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm not really someone like, again, I don't love photography. I think it's beautiful, but it's just not my talent. And I don't like love to post pictures of myself either. So I think I really quickly had to get over that fear. Um, and also just realize that, um, like this wasn't just my story to tell. So I think there's like two pieces to that. One, it was worth telling the story because I think there are so many other people who shared similar stories who are grateful to have those stories down that maybe aren't people who love to write. And I love to write. I think this helped awaken part of that too in me. Um, but the second piece that was kind of scary was since they're not just my stories, I, I did have to be kind of careful in the way that I went about them. You know, we're talking about families and kids and um, so I think there was just a fear of like how how to do it in a way that would like be super respectful and also like really honest about who I am, which is part of the reason I ended up doing my writing in two languages, because I felt like it was really important to include um, everyone involved in the story and being able to share in it. Oh, I loved that. I love seeing um, that you wrote in both languages. That was that was very fun. I don't I'm trying to think if you might be the first person who's done that. We've had people. That's the thing I love about the course is that it attracts people from all over the world. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's super cool. But I can't think of anyone who did them in dual languages. I'll have to go back and check. But um, but yeah, that was a really fun part for me to watch. So what was one of the biggest things that you learned from doing this project? I think it's just that people want to hear your story. I think sometimes I feel so, I don't know if like you're into the Enneagram at all, but I'm like somebody who I'm a two. So I'm like, really, I want to do what everybody wants to feel like good. I want to help other people, but I tend, and I want other people to be vulnerable. But when it comes to myself, I tend to like be kind of quiet and hidden a little bit, even though I'm an extrovert. Um, and I think just like telling these stories helped me to know, like people really do care about me and want me to know, like, like want to know my story. Um, as much as like, I want to know theirs. And so just those connecting pieces, like you were talking about in your, in your classic um, session, like it's just your daily life. And even though this was about travel, I think I get to see now how this, these times of my life really affect my day-to-day -day life now too. So it's kind of this like never ending story. 
Oh, yes. I love that. Oh, and I love that you brought up the Enneagram. So I'm a seven. So I like everybody to like come to the party and like share. Yeah. Oh, we should do a storytelling. Like what's your storyteller type based on the Enneagram? We totally should. We could do it. That would be super fun. Um, Okay, but I'm definitely going to need some help. I'm awful at all the other Enneagram numbers. Um, So if you're listening and you're any of the other numbers, definitely message (laughs) me what how you feel about storytelling and we'll put together a guide. Um, what, what has impacted you that you continue to learn or has continued to help you or skills that you're continuing to use from the course? Yeah. Um, I think the first thing would be the writing piece. I don't think I really knew that that was going to be what I took from it. Um, I think I thought, Oh God, she's going to help me organize my photos because they're a disaster. And that is one skill that I'm really grateful for because I, again, I had thousands of photos to go through and I think I put in like three hours the weekend before we had our first live session to just like to follow all your tips. And even though it seemed like a long, long process, it was great because then like the class was fun because I already had the photos organized. Um, and it didn't take as long as I thought. I think I thought it was going to take like three months, you know, but it took like three hours. Um, (laughs) So definitely, yeah, like organization, but the writing piece, um, even though I didn't use all the prompts that you gave, I think what your prompts did was just say like, here, here's like a slice of how we can tell stories and here's all the ways you can go with it. And so I just like, it was so fun for me to grab old journals and like emails from friends in Honduras and all these little pieces and see how they weren't just all these separate things, but they really like did tell a story. And I've really continued to write since then. I think that's a really powerful thing that you helped me figure out. Oh, that's amazing. And I love that you, you know, you pulled from emails and journals and different things. Mm-hmm. That's so smart and so important in telling the whole story, you know, and telling yeah. other people's portions and, you know, those little reminders. Cause we do, we live in an age where we have text and messages and emails uh, and things that we can pull little bits of story that we may have forgotten. Um, so that, that was so smart that you did that. Um, and okay. What was your favorite part of the course and what was the most helpful part that actually made you finish the project? Cause not everyone yes. finishes, but you did. Okay. Uh, First question was favorite part. I think what you said earlier about connecting with other people doing the project, like I'm still talking to Amy and Nicole and just seeing like what they're doing in their daily lives. And you know, how we met was sharing trips that we'd been on. But you like where we are now is just talking about what we're doing in our daily lives. And it's really cool just for me to be able to post something. And then Nicole will write me and say, Oh my gosh, that reminds me of this time that I did XYZ. Um, And it just has become like such an encouragement to have those tangible relationships with people who you've never met before, Um, especially just like in a season where we can't really meet people anyway. So it's perfect, you know? (laughs) Um, And then your second question was most helpful, right? To finish. Yes. Um, To finish. Yeah. I think first of all, the way that you help break it down in chunks, I think, you know, starting a project like this feels entirely overwhelming. And you basically said from the beginning, you can do this in like 10 or 15 minutes a night. And I was like, no way, that's impossible. Um, Because I I teach and so my days are crazy long and I'm exhausted when I get home. Um, And so that was one thing, like just being disciplined, but realizing like, I don't have to have 
six hours in a day to do a project, which really impacts like my life as an artist now, because I realized I can come home and paint for 15 minutes. And like, that's an important practice for me. Um, and then also I just think like having connection with you and with other people working on the project, uh, like when it came to the end product and what I wanted it to look like being like, okay, I'm using chat books. Like I need to figure out X, Y, Z thing. And I would write you and you'd be like, Oh, try this. So just like the dialogue, I think was really important for me and the encouragement along the way. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite part too. I'm definitely a person who needs that like external accountability and that like group momentum. (laughs) And yeah, and it does, it makes a huge difference. And I feel like the people who take stories from here are really passionate about it. Um, You know, they might not be photographers or writers, but they're passionate about their stories and about connecting with other people. And so it's just, it's just this like perfect little group of people that have this like amazing, like synergy together and they get a lot done. It's, it's really, really fun. Um, okay. So show us your book. We want to see what you made. Okay. You're going to laugh at me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to show her the book, but I should like mark a couple pages just so like if she wants to see a couple pages, I could show them. But like I couldn't choose. So there's like 50 pages that I marked. So I like looked at the <laughs> whole thing tonight before I got on. So um, anyway, this is my book. Um, I chose to use one of my fave pictures on the front of me just to remind myself like it's a story of me, you know, and it's like really thick, you guys. It's like really, really thick. Um, I think it ended. Did I have pages? Yeah, you went above and beyond. I will say you have a ton of pages. It's like not even. It was. It was kind of expensive, but that's okay. It was worth it. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know if you want to like see a specific page or just like, um, do you want me to flip through it or anything? Yeah, just show us a couple. Maybe yeah, your favorite ones that you marked. Okay, well, there's like fifty. But okay, here's a hysterical one. So one time I spent Thanksgiving there. And um, they don't have Thanksgiving. So uh, I brought Thanksgiving to them and we all cooked it together. So that was a really special memory. Um, You know, just like bringing our traditions to one another's cultures, I think is really cool. Um, Also, oh, this is a great one. Um, So since I've been going for so long, I get to see a lot of kiddos grow. Um, And this is uh, a friend of mine who I think when I went the first time, he was like 17. And now he's grown up and has a little baby girl and is married. And so that's really cool just to be able to like see, you know, where people go and grow. Um, You know, like I got to meet, I got to hold a sloth. It changed my life. (laughs) That's like my favorite picture. (laughs) I know. Me too. So like silly things and sentimental things. Um, I think it's fun just to be able to like tell your story in a way that shows both sides of everything. Uh, for example, this is a little boy named Angel, and he actually passed away this year. And so just like to have him um, as part of like my forever story is really meaningful. And it's cool that I can remember the times that I spent with him and like how he changed my life. So yeah. So that's just a couple of pages oh, out of this guy. That's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And I love how you did, you added in a lot of extra photos um, in with your storytelling. Um, and yeah, I love what you said about the mixture of the serious and the silly, the important, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, sometimes in the moment things are happening and we don't know what's going to be important later. Um, and so being able to have those documented is so important. And, you know, like you said, you had thousands of photos just 
on a drive somewhere, you know, and like you said, you weren't going back through them because it was so overwhelming. But now you have this book that can sit out and live on your coffee table. And I have one too, you know, Um, and I don't have to dig through millions of photos to find, you know, one special photo. No one wants to look at a thousand photos on your phone, you know, or on a flash drive. And it's kind of the same with the book. Like this is such a huge book and no one's going to come to my house and look at the whole thing. But like we can be at dinner and I can be like, oh yeah, this one time there was this thing that, oh, let me show you. And I can go grab it and just tell them one little story. And that becomes a really meaningful moment that like, then they can jump off and tell me a story. Yes. Oh, and I love that. I think that's one of the best parts is that the more we tell our stories, the more other people want to share theirs. You know, it breaks down that barrier and it encourages that. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. Okay. So my last question for you is what's the biggest thing that you feel like you've gained from your stories from here experience? I had a friend tell me once, um, we got in a really big argument and she told me, you want to share life with other people and you want other people to be vulnerable, but you are not. And it was a really hurtful thing that she said. And I realized that it was so hurtful because it was true. And so I think just like having a space where I was forced to not just share photos of like the architecture and my cool beach day and like whatever, but like actual pictures of me doing things that I love to do and also maybe doing hard things um, and things that were difficult to explain, things that maybe only made sense in Spanish and not English or vice versa, like gave me the space to be like, okay, this is who I am. And um, what was really cool is that like people liked that. And I loved hearing what they had to say about it. And then again, it gave me a chance just to connect with them and hear their stories, which is like all I want. I want to hear your story. I want to hear other stories. And yeah. Oh, that, that really got me. Uh, Ashley, thank you so much. This is my favorite project. And I just, I struggle so much to explain it to people because I'm like, oh, it's, it has all of these like great things in it. I'm going to teach you to do all this stuff, but it's so hard to be like, no, you get this beautiful book. You get to experience these, you know, beautiful moments. Again, you get to connect with people and grow and learn about yourself. Um, So thank you so much for sharing your experience and for being vulnerable with us and showing us your book. It's just beautiful. I can't wait for your next class and just like to hear from them too, because yeah, I think each person probably experiences it a little bit differently. And that's just another story that we get to tell. Exactly. I'm really excited about this round. You're going to join us. I'm going to make you. Um, Okay. We're going to, I'm, I'm hoping people, you can tell any story that you want, but I'm going to tell the story of what life has been like the past year in the pandemic. Um, And so I'm kind of hoping that a a good many people are going to share that too, because I think it'll be really good reflection for all of us to kind of process through it and really write about it and tell our stories and our feelings and our experiences. Um, And, and I know this is like kind of a crappy time, but to have it documented, I mean, one day our grandkids are going to be like, tell us about 2020. Oh man. You know, and there's, there's been joy in 2020 and, you know, there's been silliness and hard things and, um, yeah, I mean, it's worth, it's important, you know, these stories are important to tell and to document. And so, 
Oh, thank you so much, Ashley, for Thanks joining for us and for being me. so awesome. And we're going to have links to everything Ashley talked about to her shop and um, to the program she worked with in Honduras, if you're interested in that below. Um, but we hope that you join us for the next round of stories from here. Yay. Thank you so much. I guess I'm coming too. So perfect. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the show, please visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast and be sure to sign up for the newsletter to know when new episodes are out and to stay up to date with all of the crafty creative happenings around here. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be so helpful to let me know what you thought of the show and share with all your friends on Instagram by tagging me at Lauren Likes blog and using the hashtag howshecreates. Until next week, I hope you get curious and go explore something. 